Live from Ceridian Insights, we're talking with top industry executives and changemakers. Be inspired, connect, and learn. Here are your hosts, Mark Pfeffer and William Tincup. So here we are. Ceridian, here we are. Ceridian Insights. This is, this is fun. So, uh, Lee, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and your company? Sure. Um, Lee Trail, I'm the president of uh, Think Best Practice. Uh, our company uh, is a SI or system integrator for, right. for Ceridian and for the Dayforce uh, product. Uh, we've been uh, a, a partner for about five, six years and uh, started in, in Toronto, Canada. Uh, even though I have a funny accent, uh, not from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm originally from Australia and uh, uh, moved to Canada oh, about uh, 14 years ago as a vice president for SAP and then uh, started the company a few years after that. Um, what, what did you do at SAP? Uh, I was involved in delivery and right. services, so right. I eventually became sort of the troubleshooter that would fly around the world and fix mm. projects. Yes. Yes. Um, and work out what was going wrong. and with, uh, with SAP proper, or did you get into any of the success factors work? Or uh, a little bit with success factors towards the end, but mainly right. SAP proper. Right. Uh, and uh, so we just established uh, in, <coughs> excuse me, uh, in uh, Toronto. Right. And then very quickly opened in uh, the U.S., um, and uh, Australia for right. uh, for selfish reasons, of course, um, and then uh, Mexico and uh, the UK. So oh, we're great. in five countries now and uh, going very well. Where in Australia are you from? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you fine. A late night last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, originally from Adelaide. Yeah. Um, where basically the wine country is. Um, then lived on the Gold Coast for about. Uh, 22 years, just wow. south of Brisbane. Yeah, um, so it's pretty. Yeah. Both areas are pretty, actually. Yeah. You've wow. been there? Yeah, I have. It's yeah. uh, it, first of all, it's just amazing country, but all the different regions. I mean, just Melbourne to uh, Sydney and Brisbane to, yes. to Sydney. It's like completely different. Most people go to Sydney and they're like, "Okay, this is Australia." It's like, mm, no, 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 not really. <laughs> yeah, the rule of thumb is that the bottom half. If you drew a line across the centre of Australia from uh, from uh, uh, east to west. Okay. And then the bottom half is more Mediterranean. Right. And the top half is more tropical. Well, see that? We've already learned something, Mark. Oh, we there you go. Yeah. Let's go, let's go and check it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's go now. Well, we, it's a business expense. We have to go with <laughs> exactly. him so that it's a business Not okay. a problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah Come yeah. along with us. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Can you tell us about how your company and Ceridian work together and what's what makes it a good package for customers? Uh, I think, it, it, well, first of all, uh, when we started with Ceridian, um, Lee Turner and myself uh, worked together at SAP. We knew each other. Uh, and we were uh, effectively doing a, an advisory service for the Canadian government. Um, they had a major problem with their payroll yep. uh, a number of years ago. And uh, we had reconnected and um, when I started the company, I wanted to make sure that uh, we kept, as we, I won't say it on, on uh, being recorded, but we like to keep people honest. Um, and uh, that's a sort of an Australian saying. It's said a different way, but uh, right, right. Let, let's right. just say that uh, right. you get the picture. 
Um, and there was a niche in the market where I believe that with vendors and customers, um, there was a, a spot for uh, partners or people to essentially ensure that companies or vendors that were making promises and customers who were wanting certain things done, there had to be a, a, a connector. Uh, and so that's sort of how the company started. And we took off from there and we really focus heavily on, uh, on the delivery. Uh, we've developed our own methodologies to uh, ensure quality assurance comes across very strongly in, mm-hmm. uh, in the delivery of the product of Dayforce. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that focus and the tools that we've developed, um, you get a quality product. Uh, and I think that also we work very closely with Ceridian in uh, events. Uh, we, we do a lot of events uh, around, around the world, actually. Um, uh, I'm somewhat into golf, so we do a number of, <laughs> of golf events. Um, and, uh, but because of that, we also work very closely with the sales team. Right. Uh, and... In regards to the sales team, we also like to keep them honest uh, to help them out and to ensure that uh, things that they perhaps uh, want to do and think can be done with the product uh, and may not be able to be achieved, we like to make sure that from a quality perspective, everyone's aware of what, what the product can do and can't do. That then translates into delivery, and because of what I just explained, the the delivery tools we use, the quality of of consultants we have, uh, we roll out, I think, a a pretty good product. In fact, um, uh, not trying to brag, but this is going to sound like a bragging bragging point, but uh, we have the the highest quality assurance rating uh, with Ceridian. Uh, I think it's at 99%, so uh, that's... That's a pretty good. That's pretty a really good, good number. Yeah. That's. A, we were talking just yesterday, Mark and I, about you know how practitioners don't know the SI community as well as they should. You know, that's again a very important part, especially with a lot of the complexity mm-hmm. that goes on in these products or projects. It's like some of these things take weeks, months, years, etc., depending on the complexity. Uh, I love the fact that you work with a sales team because where I've seen in the past where things get twisted is the sales kind of makes a promise that's almost unmanageable. That's correct. Right? So the more you kind of level set sales and the the clients also, their expectation to make sure that, okay, the sales team said that we can go live in three months. Well, there's a couple of assumptions there, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we can, but here's what it's going to take. Correct. Right. So, but if that's all the practitioner hears, oh, we go live in three months? Right. Great. Correct. And that's something that uh, I learned when I was at SAP and, and having to fix some of the, the problems, uh, the problem childs that, that, that they had. Um, and some of it boiled down to that exactly. Um, a salesperson would make a promise or would make a statement and they would only, the customer would only hear a particular piece of that, that statement. Uh, or the customer would expect that, uh, as you just said, it can be delivered in three months. In reality, it's a 12-month project. Oh, yeah. Easily. So uh, the statement of keeping them honest uh, was where you know, that really came from. And I think Ceridian appreciate that uh, when we're in meetings with 
with the sales team, um, you know, we can gently suggest other other alternatives right. if, if, if a statement's made that's not quite true. When you're dealing with customers, what, what are the big concerns that you hear about from them? Just the, the big challenges they've got with their technology? Um, a lot a lot of it's to do with integration of best of breed products and so they might start out with a with a payroll system that they feel uh, or they felt was going to be successful for them but didn't really deliver all of the things that they were uh, expecting or what they heard uh, so uh, that that becomes an issue because then what they then do is they go out and buy piecemeal a lot of other products um, to compensate for some of the things that are missing uh, or they'll buy HR modules, uh, they'll buy uh, in separate separate applications, they'll buy workforce management uh, uh, from another application and then they'll buy payroll from, a, you know, from another vendor and then they have to try and integrate them. Uh, so a lot of a lot of them don't realise that some of these platforms can't be integrated or the way that it's built or the application is built, they can't integrate. So then they then get frustrated um, and so they have to do and build a lot of manual workarounds. Those manual workarounds require labour. Uh, there's a lot of paper uh, involved or spreadsheets involved. And so the applications literally become redundant. Um, so the integration of that, uh, the the slowness of, of having those processes that you have to build to compensate for the workarounds uh, becomes a major issue. Or the client might uh, make a statement that we, we never thought that the effort to implement these, these products was going to be what it ended up to be. Um, a lot of clients have an expectation that if you remember from the old days where you'd get a Microsoft CD and you'd put it into the uh, into the computer, and then it would run its uh, run its uh, uh, its program, and then suddenly everything would be updated. Right. Um, even today, customers, some customers, think that that's that's how you do it. That's right. Um, so uh, you have to have a lot of discussions, you know, with them to explain. Well, that's not actually quite the case. So then the other thing that they don't realise is change management. So. And we have a very strong emphasis on change management, which effectively means when you're changing an enterprise-wide product uh, across, sorry, across the, the enterprise itself, uh, there are a lot of lot of changes that occur, mm-hmm. um, and it can be as simplistic as you have some paper touch points along a process, but with the Dayforce product, those touch points are eliminated. It's now fully automated. Um, you know, what do you do with those people who are involved in those processes? Um, so uh, change management is, is a big thing uh, and customers really don't take that on or um, they don't realise the effort that it takes to implement a, an enterprise-wide product. So two questions left for me. One is uh, around really kind of piggybacking what Mark said. It's like questions that practitioners should ask of think best practice. Like what do you, when you're kind of going through that process of, you know, talking to a prospect, they, mm-hmm. they either, either you help them select Ceridian or they're selecting Ceridian, et cetera. How do, how do they interview you? How do they, how do they make sure that you're the best fit for them? Uh, well, 
I guess there's two parts to the question. If if it's um, to help them select a vendor, right, uh, it's a different conversation. Um, so, in selecting a vendor, we have uh, a service which is agnostic, um, and what I mean by that is that our consultants will map. Uh, the processes, uh, the as-is processes within an organisation, uh, look at the requirements for that organisation and do a requirements gathering exercise. Uh, and then the client may select two or three or four vendors that they want to compare um, and then they will uh, actually map the requirements to the vendor's product <laughs> to align all of the key, uh, the key points that are involved uh, in an application. Right. Um, uh, from there, then the the client actually uh, then decides what they what they really want. So we agnostically step away, um, and we will answer obviously questions beyond that point. Um, and then whatever they choose, they choose. Um, uh, but uh, so that's one one service, which is uh, a great service, by the way. Yes. Because, again, a third party being able to deconstruct their real needs, their problems, their, what kind of makes their, them a unique snowflake that they are, and then be able to say, okay, based on what we know about your organization, based mm-hmm. on data, etc., here's what we mm-hmm. suggest, and then taking them through the paces of that actually... That is correct. Yeah. Now yes. that's, okay, yeah. so that service alone is worth its money. Yeah. yeah. So... That helps them, as you said, deconstruct uh, what they require. Uh, And then uh, for the actual implementation itself, um, we, I guess we really sell on the the basis of success. Um, And we are brutally honest. Um, And the reason for that is we try to mitigate the risk. Um, So the risk for them, the risk for us. So when, if a client comes along and says, well, we, think that uh, we've been told or we think it's going to be a three-month project, uh, we very quickly point out the phases, the stages, the right. impact on the organization, all of the things that they have to do, which probably 70% of the time they're not aware, they're not really right. uh, it's considering not mali- that. It's not malicious. No, it's not malicious at all. Right. Um, and so then they realize wow, this is now a nine-month or a 12-month project. So, which, which they're fine with, generally speaking, <laughs> once they know. That is correct. Yeah. Um, and I think because of that honesty um, uh, and then the risk mitigation that we put uh, as, a, as an umbrella over the, the whole uh, project or over the, the actual proposal, right. uh, we seem to be getting a, a lot of success. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that we close uh, when we're involved in a lot of those deals, upwards of 65% of uh, of the discussions that we have with clients. I think that's based on honesty, brutal honesty, oh, yes. and also your success rate. Well, it's also, I think, transparency. You, yeah. you have to be very transparent. If, right. if someone says we want it bl- uh, blue or they want it red, right. they can't have it red. You that's know, right. Perhaps it's, it's going to be a different color. Well, this has been absolutely wonderful. Did you have anything else? No, Lee, it's been great to talk with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Find out more at www.ceridian.com forward slash insights.